Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher author and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a way that's purposeful and sustainable. So if you're looking for actionable step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. So a buyer goes to the TPT search engine to find a particular product that they want. And when they type in some specific keywords, TPT turns back a huge long list of products that match the description that they're looking for. But here's the good question. What makes a buyer stop scrolling through TPT search and click through to a product? The answer to that question is, of course, covers. What makes a buyer drawn to particular covers or scroll past particular covers? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be covering the top three mistakes that sellers make with their covers and how you can correct that to have a winning cover that will catch the eye of your buyer, make them stop their scroll through the TPT search and click on through to your product. Let's talk about three of the biggest mistakes that I see TPT sellers make all the time when it comes to their covers. And let's face it, we're teachers, right? Most of us don't have a background in art. We don't have a background in graphic design. We don't have a background in marketing. And so sometimes it's kind of hard to know what is going to catch the eye of a buyer. But a really good starting place to figuring out what you should be doing is figuring out what you shouldn't be doing. Because when it comes to graphic design and when it comes to designing your covers and designing something that's appealing to your eye, we're all gonna have different tastes. But there are some things that no matter how different your taste is, nobody should be doing. So let's dive into that. The number one mistake that I see TPT sellers make all the time is trying to sell their product with their cover. What this means is they have so many different text boxes and overlays and five different pictures of their product cluttering the cover up. And so what ends up happening is they're trying to fit all of the information that they can about their product onto the cover. And in doing so, it creates this sort of chaotic feel and the eye isn't able to focus on any part of the cover. Okay. And so what ends up happening then is the opposite of what we want. People start scrolling past because they don't see anything that catches their eye because the cover is so cluttered. And then number two, what they can see, they can't read because it's all too small because we've tried to cram everything in there, okay? So here's what you have to understand about your cover, and this is incredibly important. Your cover's job is not to sell the buyer on your product. That's not the job of the cover. The cover's job is to catch the eye of the buyer, draw them in, and make them curious enough to click on through to learn more about your product. It's the preview's job to sell your product. Now, we're going to be talking about that in next week's episode of the podcast, okay? So let's think about what a cover is and what a cover's purpose is, okay? The the other day, I was in the store, and I have been on the hunt for a really good oat milk, and I'm looking for something really particular with my oat milk. I'm looking for an oat milk that does not contain any seed oils in it, which is kind of hard to find, okay? And I promise I'm going somewhere with this besides just telling you about my oat milk preferences. So as I'm going through the store and I'm looking for oat milk, I see this particular bottle that stood out to me. And it stood out to me for two reasons. Number one, the branding was really simple. It was really pretty. It was attractive, okay? It was an attractive bottle of oat milk, if you can believe that. Number two, on the front cover, if you will, on the front of the label, it said, contains no oils. 
All right. So those two things caught my eye. Now, let me tell you what all was on the product's label because it was a very clean, simple design. It said that it was oat milk and then it said contains no oils. That's pretty much it. Okay. This is what your cover is supposed to be doing. It is supposed to be catching the eye of the buyer and then telling them the piece of information that is going to be important to them. Now, you may say to yourself, but how do I know what's important to them? Well, if you want to know the answer to that, check out last week's podcast episode, season two, episode two, where we talk about creating resources that sell by knowing who your ideal customer is and knowing what they're looking for, okay? But we put in the most important information for our buyer. Okay. And then what that causes me to do is it causes me to pick up the carton of milk. Now, this is really, really important because what marketers know is that once I've picked up the carton of milk, it is that much closer to being in my cart. If they put every piece of information on the front of their label, I might see something on the front of that label that would keep me from picking it up, okay? And it might cause me to go, "Mm, you know what, I don't really want sea salt inside of my oat milk. So I'm gonna pick up this other carton and look at it. And I may look over at another product and pick it up out of curiosity to turn it around and read the back of the label, right? Well, it's the same way on Teachers Pay Teachers. When your buyer clicks through to your product, they are that much closer to putting it in your cart. Because what happens when I pick up that bottle of oat milk? I'm no longer looking at all of the other options that are in front of me inside of the refrigerator. I'm looking at this particular bottle. And the same thing on Teachers Pay Teachers. When a buyer clicks over onto your product, they're no longer inside the TPT search engine They are looking at your product. So we don't want to put so much information on the cover that a buyer sees something and they go, "Mm, I don't know about that, right? And scroll on through. We want to put just enough on there so that they are curious. They know what the product is. They know a little bit of information about it and they are curious enough to click on through and move away from the TPT search engine, okay? So we're not trying to sell them with our cover. What this means for you is... Keep your cover simple. Keep it simple. Put a nice picture of your product on there. Minimize the amount of text that you have on your cover and only put key information on there. So you want it to be beautiful, you want it to be simple, and you want it to contain the key information that your buyer needs. Do not feel like the TPT search engine is your only opportunity to sell to your buyer. It is not. That's what your previews job is. All right, let's move on to number two, text and font choices. I cannot stress to you how important it is to choose your text and your fonts wisely, okay? So I talked about the text a little bit before when we were talking about putting too much text on there, right? Well, we also have to think about the size of the text. Is it legible from the TPT search engine? And I'm not talking about when you scroll your mouse over it and it pops up the bigger picture. I'm talking about that teeny tiny little thumbnail that they originally see. Can they read the important information? Like we talked about in number one, you should be whittling down the amount of text that is on your product. You should be narrowing it down to the key information that you want them to know. Can they read that key information? 
If they can't, then we want to enlarge the font, right? We want to make sure it's big and bold. And this is where we get into font choices. If you're going to use a script font, make sure it's legible. Make sure the buyer doesn't have to squint to see what it is that you wrote, right? I like big, chunky, bold fonts to use on my covers so that the buyer can really see what it is they're getting. And let's say there's a font that you really love for branding purposes. If you want to make it a little bit chunkier, one of the things that I found in PowerPoint is just to outline my text and to go in and to change the width on the outline of the text to make it a little bit bigger and bolder. So I can use the font that I love. It's just going to be a lot bolder and it's going to be a little bit chunkier and heavier. Okay. And so we want to make sure with our text and our font choices that we're not making our text too small and that we're not choosing a font that is distracting or that's hard to read. And then the other thing that we want to think about is color choices with this, right? I want to make sure I'm picking colors of fonts that you can read as well. So I'm not going to be trying to use a light yellow font or a light green or anything like that. I'm going to be using some dark fonts or some really light fonts on a dark background. Okay, so be really careful of your text and font choices because we are picking very specific pieces of information that we want the buyer to know. And so we want them to be able to read that. Let's talk about number three. This is showcasing decor instead of the product. This is the third biggest mistake that I see TPT sellers make all the time. Here's the thing. Yes, we want our product cover to be pretty. We want it to be beautiful. We want it to be eye-catching. We want it to be appealing. But here's the thing. If it's beautiful, but it doesn't tell me anything about your product, I'm not going to be interested in clicking on it. Okay. And so what I see a lot of people doing is they get, especially around the holiday times, they get all of this pretty clip art or they get this pretty background and the decor ends up taking up more space than the words or the images of the product, right? We don't want to do that. We have to remember that decor is extra. That's an accessory. What we want to start with is we want to start with a clean slate, we want to put our product photo or our product images in first. And we want to make sure that we can clearly see the product on the cover before we start adding anything else in. Okay, so we put our product in first. And when you're using images of those products, we want to make sure they're nice and big, that they take up the vast majority of the space on your cover. And then we can add in little decorations here and there. Okay, so we want to make sure that that product is the center of attention. Yes, it's really great to have a little bit of additional decor, especially if it's a seasonal item, maybe a couple of little pieces of clip art or something on there to let the buyer know that it is a seasonal item. But we want to still make sure that the product is the star of the show. This week inside of the Rebranded Teacher Facebook group, we are going to be doing a peer cover audit. If you want to be a part of that, get some eyes on your covers to get some personal recommendations for your covers and how your covers can catch the eye of your buyer, then go check out our Facebook group and be a part of that conversation. Next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about previews and common mistakes that TPT sellers make with their previews. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I will see you next week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low-cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. 
But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions, where every single month I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.